0: So today we are celebrating the heart of God, revealed most perfectly in Jesus. And the readings today, they, they emphasise the qualities of this heart. And in, in particular, we're given the image of the shepherd. Shepherds uh, were, of course, a very common part of life in biblical times. And so God uses the shepherd as a way of trying to convey how he sees us, how he regards us how he wants to be in relationship with us. The first readings from the prophet Ezekiel. The Lord says, I'm going to look after my flock myself, keep all of it in view. I will rescue them from wherever they have been scattered during the mist and darkness. I shall gather them together from foreign countries, bring them back to their own land. I shall pasture them on the mountains of Israel. I shall feed them in good pasturage. There they will rest in good grazing ground. I myself will pasture my sheep. I shall look for the lost one, bring back the stray, bandage the wounded, make the weak strong. You want feel a bit weak at the moment? I'll make the weak strong. I shall watch over the fat and healthy. I shall be a true shepherd to them. The psalm, of course, then follows on King David sharing his experience, how even in the midst of darkness, even in in the face of my enemies, I've realised that my my God is like a shepherd. He's always there. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose and he rests for waters. He leads me to revive my drooping spirit. And then in the Gospel, Jesus, again, emphasising how the heart of God is especially concerned with the lost. No one is disqualified from his care and his love. There will be more rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner than over 99 virtuous men who have no need for repentance. So when Jesus says that I am the good shepherd, what he's saying is that that my heart embodies all of these qualities that you've heard about the shepherd Right. I want to be in relationship with my sheep. I want to redeem you. I want to provide for you. I want to protect you. I want to satisfy you if you will allow me to. That's the qualifier, huh? if you will allow me to. Now, there is so much more that we could say about this heart of Jesus, the heart of God, but I want to focus today on... St Paul's words to us in the second reading. He says, The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. You see, St Paul doesn't just talk about this heart of Jesus out there somewhere. He talks about how this, this heart, this love, has been poured into our hearts. You see, he takes it out of the theoretical and he makes it intensely personal, real for us, for each one of us. He says this, this heart of Jesus that we celebrate, this heart of the Good Shepherd, is, is given to us in the most personal way. It's poured into our hearts. And, and what he's, he's talking about a pouring here which is ongoing, which is abundant. It's given to you. Now, I I suspect that all of us probably need to spend a little bit less time talking about uh, the sacred heart. (laughs) It's good to talk about it. It's good to think about it. It's good to ponder it, right? But I suspect we all need to spend more time actually receiving this heart, giving permission for this heart and this love to change us, to transform us. That, that's, see, Jesus doesn't just want us to be warm and fuzzy as we ponder his love, right? As we think about, oh, it's so beautiful, that heart of Jesus. <laughs> he, he wants us to be, to be transformed by his love. He wants to make us into his love. That's his heart, right? And, and, you know, that can be as simple as just sitting for five minutes and allowing God to love you. When was the last time you did that? Not praying for others, not praying for yourself, not, you know, just allowing God to love you. You might imagine yourself as the prodigal son. And you might just imagine the Father running to you, God the Father running to you and embracing you. You might just allow him to do that. Allow God to embrace you. Whatever's going on in your life, receive that love. Now I want to finish by leading us through uh, another simple exercise that will hopefully help us to, to receive this heart, this love of Christ. I did a similar thing with over a thousand students in a mass yesterday, and they seem to be able to receive it and, and I think, benefit from it. So if they can do it, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that we can do it today. Uh, it's only short. I want to. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you're comfortable, uh, to, to just close your eyes for a moment. And, and begin just by paying attention to your breath. Just notice yourself breathing in and breathing out. And see if you can also notice your heart beating. You might be able to feel it within your chest. And if you can, just follow that beat for a moment. Now, the reason why you are breathing and the reason why your heart is beating is because God's Spirit is in you. It's this Spirit which gives you life that holds you in existence. And that Spirit is divine. The heart of Jesus is in that spirit. The love of Christ is in that spirit that is making your heart beat and it's enabling you to breathe, holding you in existence. It's there. So I want to invite you now just to receive that spirit. Now, of course, it's already in you, but, but receive it into your own heart. Receive it into the deepest parts of you. Say yes to that spirit. You might even receive that spirit into some of the circumstances that you're really struggling with at the moment. Some of those parts of your life you're a bit shameful of. Allow the heart of Christ to overwhelm you with his love. To heal you and refresh you. And when you're ready, you might just say thank you to Jesus for that love he pours into your heart. And then open your eyes. That was pretty simple, huh? You can do that anytime. You can do it anywhere. Because regardless of what is going on in your life, the heart of Jesus is always for you. And that's what makes that heart sacred.